1: Yeah! How about that? It is a Super Monday. It is a day where the Rams are into the Super Bowl. Al, we've got an Ask we've given away super bowl tickets we've gotten the chance to qualify for that i don't I, i'm in love with matthew stafford I, I don't know where to start there are so many things i'm already concerned I, i'm right? already concerned this is this it's so good to be right and happy at the same time it's just such a glorious combination i couldn't be in a better mood I, I'm, I'm i'm
2: already concerned with that voice right out there you might lose it by wednesday Oh, Wednesday. You might be without a voice by Wednesday. Look,
1: you're gonna be doing the last half of the show by yourself. I'm I just grunt yeah, I'm and customer. clap and, and do some things to let you know I'm here, but I'm not gonna talk. Last week, one yes. week ago, country
2: club yes. uh Riviera Rogers you know? was out at the golf course for the final yes. hour. Uh, I gotta <laughs> be honest, you know, I was uh you've done this to me before where you said when I'm like, hey, I think I'm gonna take a day Yeah, before I'm even done saying it, you're like, Yeah, hey, no, go ahead. I'm like, All right, Trav, relax. Don't you have to say that. So, I I'm already preparing for this because uh listen, save your voice, bro. You got a little bit you, No, I, I want you no. I want you to pace yourself this week because the Super Bowl is not going to be for another 13 days.
1: No, that's fine, and I'm going to ride a 13-day wave of love for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I'm going to ride a 13-day wave of I told you, and I'm not talking about you, Al, I'm talking about everybody that tweeted me when he would throw an interception, when he would have a bad game. Yeah you know you thought the golf was the problem you know you think God, you gotta do uh, two first round learning. see do you see now does everybody see now do you not remember what it looked like before this was what they needed to get done and they got it done last night he was great Cooper Cup was great Beckham was great Joukowsky Tart can't catch there were so many things that needed to happen How in that game that, for dude? the rims oh my goodness but hey look you got to get a little bit of a break right out. You need yeah. some things to go your way to get where they are right now. it's just it is I, I am euphoric getting ready for the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks.
2: Well, I, I think, you know, the, the thing that probably should stand out and I know we're going to give a lot of love to Matt Stafford. And, and by the way, oh, rightfully Matthew so. Stafford. But here's the reality. They just got a team. Like, they have They're a really good. full freaking squad, really both sides of the ball, dangerous in every... You know what's so unique? And Emily mentioned this we are doing our prep call, and I kind of gave it a little bit more thought. What makes them so good, Trev, is usually teams win one way, right? Like, yeah. we have one way to win. This is our style. Let's use the 49ers as a perfect example. Yesterday was a 49er-style game. Yesterday was. was a grind it out, it's ugly, muddy the water... And I th- I think what's most fascinating about the Rams is they can go beat you like they did against the Arizona Cardinals where they just blow you out of the water, where they just dominate both sides of the ball, where everything looks pretty then they could find a way against a tampa team which is a completely different style of winning you know everybody's you know sits back and you got the four turnovers it looked like they're collapsing but then they also have a play where they can win the game give it to cooper cup on a couple of possessions where they could grind out uh, a, a almost a colossal collapse in yeah. a game and then yesterday you won playing the niners style that that's that, to me, is what's so impressive is teams usually win one way. The Rams can win multiple ways. Yesterday was a good example of that.
1: ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And listen up, because this is great. Seven ten. We have tickets to see the Rams play for the Lombardi Trophy, right? You're going to want to keep listening for every hour. And when you hear the Rams super sounder, when you hear that, you need to be caller number seven eight seven 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 ten espn and you are qualified to win a pair of super tickets for the big game at SoFi two weeks from yesterday. It is the Rams super ticket giveaway from the home of the NFC champions, hmm. LA Rams 710 ESPN. So a bunch of times on our show. A bunch of times on Mason and Ireland, a bunch of times on Sedano and Cap. You can qualify for a chance to win tickets to that game, and I mean a home game. Al, it it, it just it was this is how it had to be, right? It had to go through San Francisco. It had to be hard. You had to have a moment where Niner fans were making that place rock all over again. It was this is how it is meant to be. This is like you said last week. This makes it a little bit sweeter. It would be sweet to go no matter what, but Mm -hmm. to be able because. Out here, let let me let me set it up like this. And Emily was there, Kirk was there, and Nanda was there, and we're all talking. There was a really weird vibe in that building to start Mm -hmm. the day. It Mm -hmm. was it was odd. There was there was this sense of anticipation of excitement and also a little bit of bad mojo just kind of in the air as far as oh man these guys again and i'm not gonna lie you see one red 49er jersey after the next streaming through the gates you're Mm -hmm. like here we go again Mm -hmm. this is gonna be crazy and then the game the first half al it was exactly the same game that we saw a few weeks ago where the rams had ample opportunities they made a bunch of mistakes the 49ers really didn't do anything and yet they had the lead at the half. It was it was so incredibly familiar. The second half starts and there was just this sense of oh man, this is going to go like it's gone before. And then towards the end of the third quarter, certainly in the fourth quarter, this is this is something I had never seen before. I've seen fans kind of lift a team, right? I've seen fans get excited and get some energy and get some adrenaline, and all of a sudden it kind of trickles down to the players, and the players start to feed off of that emotion. This was the opposite. The Rams started to move. The Rams started to score. And the place came alive. Hmm. The Rams fans were going crazy in the fourth quarter for the first time against the 49ers. I'm not talking about the first time for the Rams, but against the 49ers in that building. Sure, this matchup. Yep. They had fans, and it was loud, and it was on their side, and it was moving, and it mattered. It mattered. It really made a difference towards the end of that game because it wasn't just, hey, it's 50-50. Hey, we got guys, you got guys. It felt like a Rams house against the Niners, and I really think it made a big difference, well, and it was totally different from the beginning.
2: You were starting to feel the momentum change, and that, that vibe that you were talking about as, you know, you said it was kind of a weird vibe at the game. Mm-hmm. I, I know what the vibe was. The vibe was, this is a coin flip. You know, it, you're not surprised if the Niners win. You're not surprised if the Rams win, and I think that's the vibe that – you know, one of the – one of probably the most relaxing, best sporting events to go to, and I know you've done this before. You ever go to a Saturday afternoon Dodger game or a baseball <laughs> game? Sure. You're kicking back, and it's like, okay, yeah, you want to the win. There's 162 games. You're going to go grab a beer, some peanuts. The vibe is just like, hey – Maybe we win. Hopefully we win. But I'll tell you what. By 4 Whatever. p.m., I'm <laughs> right. already a few beers deep, and I still have the rest of my Saturday night, right?
1: That's right. Yep, for sure.
2: You, you can't get that feeling in a game like that. You can't get that. There is no – yesterday's game was there. – there is some um, – I, I guess you're uncomfortable. There's tension. There's You're looking around, and I'm sure you're looking at a Niner fan. They feel the exact same way. So I think that is the vibe that you had in, inside of SoFi yesterday when – when the 49ers went up 17-7, to all right, let I me mean, kind of give you what, what I was thinking in that moment, 17-7. to yeah. And I know they had basically put themselves already in field goal position by the time the fourth quarter started, but 17-7 was the score going into the fourth quarter. It was pretty remarkable to see how the game changed and the momentum just started shifting. Because yes. even though the Niners had a lead – you didn't really feel like okay. Well, the Rams are out of this game. The uh, the big stop on, I think it was third and two. Yeah, they're almost at the fifty yard line, and yep. the big stop by the the, the Rams defense felt like uh, this this game is changing right in front it of us. It went to
1: the momentum flipped to the other side. It absolutely flipped, did.
2: Flipped right to the other side, and I, I thought you know even the drive when they when they uh, drive down in the fourth whatever left under two minutes to go, and they get the field goal. They're up twenty to seventeen. I, to be honest with you, at that point, it felt like it was a bigger lead for the Rams than it actually was. That that fourth quarter, as the momentum started to shift, you felt like the Rams uh, had control of the game. Even though it was a one-score game, pretty damn exciting. And I, I'm going to go back to this. It's not just winning a game. It is. I mean, you just win and you move on. Yeah. But how you win, and and they have found a way to win. Every opponent they've played, they've played to either their strength or the strength of the opponents and still found a way to win.
1: Yeah, they, and they overcame a bunch of mistakes again yesterday. There was an interception in the end zone. There was a dropped pass by Cooper Cup that probably goes for a touchdown. There was a dropped pass by Ben Skoranek in the end zone that is that it's a touchdown. There yeah. were a couple of challenges from Sean McVay that I you know head scratchers. I, yeah, head scratchers. Yep. To mm-hmm. be generous, I, I think you could probably go in a different way. There's a couple of play calls that you Matt Gay missed a field goal. He hasn't mm-hmm. missed a handful of field goals all season long. There was a million things that went. And they got it turned around. So I, I want to get into this. 877-710-ESPN. Rams fans, come on in. How are you feeling? How do you feel about the Super Bowl matchup? How, If you were at the game, I want to hear about your experiences yesterday. 877-710-ESPN. But you said it a minute ago, Al. They showed an, an unbelievable amount of toughness. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about – because the, the rap on the Rams is – Oh, they're a finesse team. They like go to beat them to, up, right? Get, if you push them around, if you yep. smash them in the mouth, let's mm-hmm. see what they got there. And that's not the only way you can be tough. Is to be able to lay hands on the other guy and throw him on the ground and push him around. That that's one version of it. But the Rams showed a different type of toughness yesterday. They're they're plenty physical tough, right? You you, you go tell Debo Samuel that when he got lit up by Nick Scott, ask him if he's tough. Mm -hmm. Right, (laughs) ask him if he thinks he's a finesse player. So they've got plenty of that. By the way, what a
2: beautiful hit, too! Unbelievable, just a clean, clean (laughs) hit. The definition of a decluter, right? Well, you know, the angle of it initially, oh. you're like, oh, yeah, that's 15 yards. What are you doing? That's helmet <laughs> helmet. Him. You look right. at it again, I'm like, yeah, that might be the
1: cleanest hit in today's NFL that I've seen. But anyways, keep, keep DeMarco going. DeMarco said something in the game show. goes, that's as hard as you can hit somebody in the NFL and not get Without a getting a penalty. That, that's that's a the maximum amount of violence you can commit on yeah. the field yeah. and not get a penalty because it was clean as a – it was shoulder to chest. Textbook. Textbook. It, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. absolutely perfect. But the toughness that the Rams have in spades is mental toughness. Everything didn't work, right? For for the better part of a half-plus, deep into the third quarter, you're thinking, we can't get a call. We can't get a a, a guy to hold on to the ball. We can't get a a review. We can't do any of these. Everything, there goes Debo again. And Jimmy G's not doing jack squat. Like, all of these things that Mm -hmm. you're thinking, and it's still not going your way, and – I'm just going to be honest. I, I, you could the murmurs that are going through the press box, though things that I'm seeing on Twitter, people had said, yeah, yeah, this is it again. This is the Niners again. It is the kryptonite for the Rams. It's the it's the ultimate bad matchup." There wasn't one guy out there wearing a blue Rams uniform last night who was thinking that. Even going into the fourth quarter, you could see that they were like, guys, just keep doing what why. we're doing. We're going to be all right. Keep playing like this. Mm-hmm. It's going to turn, and it did. It was an incredibly tough performance mentally from that team. So here's the thing, Trav. As much as we talk
2: about, and we're going to get into this, the talent that the Rams have and every opportunity to say, can this person help us win a Super Bowl right now? Cool, let's go get him cool let's go do this cool let's go do that and they they proved that since the off season up to this point and this didn't start just this past off season they've been doing that they they're going all in as and and that's obviously the term that you've described with the rams but trav experience guys have been in the league for a long time i mean stafford isn't the only one but i'm going to give an example of stafford he's 13 years in the league 13 years in the league it's tough to not have seen and I'm I know Matthew Stafford. I, I know in the playoffs he hasn't been to this point, so certain things could come up where he's not accustomed to it. Thirteen years in the league. There yeah. are guys, if you look across the board, nobody's starstruck. Nobody's looking at the moment and saying, Oh my gosh, it's too big for me. Even Sean McVeigh, who, you know, you could say what well, a challenge here, a challenge there. What exactly you do? McVay has been here before. If, if there is one thing that you know, eventually we're going to have this conversation about the Rams versus the Bengals. Over you know, we'll, we'll do it pretty much every day over the next two weeks. Um, experience is so important. It's so important. I, I think the it takes me back to the game against the Bucks. They were not rattled, even though everything was going chaotic and how the hell do you come out of this and I think yesterday is another good example as well down 17-7 entering the fourth quarter you saw Aaron Donald on the sidelines rooting on the defensive all, all those defensive players that we are not losing this game and it just felt like they had this vibe just stay in the thick
1: of it things will turn around and it did We are just getting started. It is a Rams Celebration Monday. They are headed to the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. We got all that plus your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. And I'm going to tell you exactly one person who is happier than the Rams going to the Super Bowl. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN.
3: visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Do you think
1: on Lakers talk tonight that you'll talk about how important the acquisition of OBJ was in the middle of the season and how they wouldn't be here without them? Is that, the, is that your open on Lakers talk tonight?
2: No, probably going to tear into the team getting outscored 38-20 to 20 against the Hawks <laughs> yesterday.
1: Eh, we'll get to that. We, look, we, they don't play tonight. We, we, we will get to that eventually. Not but tonight, I, not
2: tomorrow either, so yeah, next game well, is uh, Wednesday.
1: Yeah, 38 points in one quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You can't, you can't win them all, Slee. You can not win the nfc championship game you can go to the super bowl in your home stadium that's something you can apparently do. you can't win half of them either
2: because there's three <laughs> games below 500
1: well this is the good news is this is kind of where they typically goes win a couple right that three on either side of 500 has kind of been <laughs> their spot right
2: <laughs> bro that's so <laughs> funny that that is a that's probably the best point I've ever heard about the Lakers. You're right, because they're never going to get over three games You're above right. 500, and Three's they're probably the not going to become three uh, anything <laughs> past three below 500. All right, there you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. It is a Rams Super Monday uh, presented by Service Titan. Um, okay, here's, here's my question, usually, before we take some phone calls on this. Uh, people are fired up, 877-710-ESPN. You've heard me say, I don't know how many times, $10 billion? about how happy the Rams were to go out and get Matthew Stafford, bring him in and get what they've got from him to this point with a chance to win the whole thing coming up here in a couple of weeks, right? The ultimate payoff to the ultimate bet. Mm -hmm. Here's the flip side. You know who may be happier about this whole arrangement than the Rams? Matthew Stafford. (laughs) Think about his entire life. Of course. He's in Detroit on a team that is somewhere between mediocre and dog water. Right. Just just a bad franchise that he gives his heart and soul to literally broken up and busted and all of these things. And they just they they don't want a single playoff game in 12 years. Nothing works. And he says he makes the decision in his head that, you know what, I've given everything I can to this. This isn't going to work out here. It's not going to work out here. I don't Mm -hmm. want to leave. But I need to leave because I want to play in big games. I want to be the guy that's pulling the trigger in the biggest moment in the biggest games of the season. I need to go somewhere else. And he orchestrates an exit from Detroit that's about as painless as you can do it. It was handled with incredible class. It was handled with a a great deal of measure. It wasn't, oh, this place, you know, he didn't burn the place to the ground. He said, I I, got to go win some games. I'm running out of time. I'm not going to be able to do it here. Mm Mm-hmm. Could he have hit a bigger home run than where he landed with this team, with that coach, with the stadium, with the fans, with everything that's going on? And this isn't a, hey, I came over here – and, and tried for a few years, and we finally got it done. It's, it's one for one. Think about what's going through his head. I spent 12 years over here. Yeah. This is what the rest of the world is like. What an amazing feeling that's got to be from him.
2: Well, and, and here's the reality. The rest of the world is not like that. He's with an organization that is at the perfect point of what they're trying to accomplish. Maybe a lot of this trap has to do with we just moved into SoFi Stadium and we spent $5 billion. Maybe some of this has to do with how are we going to – gain a fan base in LA unless you start winning right away because you're competing with the Dodgers and the Lakers and SC and this you know you're just you're you're um you're competing for attention that's sure. the that's the biggest thing is so I I think it's it's not just you came to a franchise that was going to give you a chance to have a playoff run you came to a franchise that's stacked and on top of being stacked uh, all they care about is this we, we we've used this term maybe we use it too loosely The all-in phrase. Sure. It really – this is the definition of all-in. And by the way, you know what happens in a lot of times? I'm going to go back to my poker reference. You might end up with no chips left because you went all-in and you end up losing. And the Rams have been in this position a couple different times so far this year where the question was coming up. Man, did they screw this thing up? Mm -hmm. Man, their draft capital over the next few years. Man, was this the right decision to make? Is Matt Stafford the right guy? All that stuff has come up, and it doesn't have to be pretty. I mean, that's kind of the one thing I kept – It wasn't. And, but that's the thing. is <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't matter how you win. It doesn't matter how you advance. Stafford almost had a pick yesterday that you and I you know, were talking about during the break. I don't know who he was throwing the ball to. It looked like it was a punt that was going to land at the 35-yard line. Niners would take the ball. Um, you know what? Sometimes you got to have breaks to come your way. Every single team along the path has had breaks. Yesterday, Cincinnati versus Kansas City. I, I don't know what the Chiefs were doing running out the clock at halftime and not either throwing the ball in the end zone or just getting three points to end it off. But you need breaks along the way. Every team gets it to get to this point. Rams got a couple of breaks.
1: I want to read a tweet from Danny H. on Twitter on that points lead. And he writes, for all those saying the Rams got lucky because Tart dropped the interception, let's not forget that Cup and the rookie wide receiver dropped two wide-open likely TD passes in the first half. It evened out. Well, yeah. Ramsey
2: Ramsey almost had a chance too there yeah, uh, for a pick as well, and so I, I, that's not that one was an easy one to call because it was literally a fair catch punt, and he there dropped was, the ball. There was yeah. no
1: one within five yards of him. It. It, it, it was it was just catch it fall on the ground. The game's probably over at that point. That you're probably not going to have enough time to do what you need to get done. Um, you you got to catch a break. It, it, it's so rarely kickoff we play great we smash them the games it doesn't go like that yeah you have these waves. especially in the go NFL through, especially mm-hmm. in the NFL and by the way can I just sing the NFL song for one sec Al sure this is the, the reason why we all care about this league differently than we care about the other leagues is because only in this league when the playoffs start does literally every single team have a chance to go to the championship Right? I, I, was there anybody outside of Cincinnati that thought the Bengals were going to be in the Super Bowl? No. I'll answer it for you. No, there wasn't. And yet, here they are. And it doesn't seem like they got lucky to get here. They just played really well. They yeah, just I picked, I picked the
2: Bengals after week three.
1: <laughs> I know, saw a, a, something. I saw something after Archie. week
2: three, and I said, <laughs> "Watch out for Cincinnati." No, it's it's, It's so true. You know, this is what makes the NFL is so special and that listen basketball is my favorite sport i'm, I'm sure nba that's my sport I know the last four teams. I know the last six teams are probably going to be... St- you know what I'm saying? like You pretty much know who's going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You pretty much know who's going to be in the Western Conference Finals. Everything else is semantics. It, you're, you have eight teams that go in from each side. Now they're like, let's throw in a playing tournament. Make a little bit more money. <laughs> you, kind of, you, you kind of have an idea. This one's cool, too, because these are two number four seeds. I think yeah. that's... Either it's never happened or it's been since
1: the 90s. It's happened something along those ever. lines. Low, lowest yeah. combination of seeds of yeah. two four seeds going there. And by the way, how about this for just random stats before we go the phone lines. It's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight mm-hmm. Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Prior to last night, Sean McVay coached teams when trailing by 10 or more points at the half. You know what their record was?
2: Hmm. How many games?
1: One, uh 24.
2: Were you about to say 1 and 23? 1 and 23. Come on now. They
1: were 1 and 23 when trailing by 10 or more points at the half. Do you know what wow. the one they won was? The NFC Championship in New Orleans a couple of years ago so they are now
3: two that's and the blueprint
1: that's the blueprint fall behind by you know yep. double digit points in the first half and go in and come back out and and see what you got i put the way. Just i put
2: 25k on the Bengals week three
1: <laughs> you're gonna be living pretty large if that thing comes in all right let's try one uh let's go to long beach and jason jason you are on a rams super monday with travis and Slee. what's up jay hey
2: guys love the show you guys are absolutely right about the SoFi being just packed 50-50 with Niners and Rams fans. Uh, I was there on the 200s concourse, and during the third quarter when the Niners went up by 10, they were so like talky, and they are saying, we're going to the Super Bowl. And one guy even busted out a broom saying, 7-0. And that
1: <laughs> was in the third quarter. And I just made it more mad and get more loud. And you could tell I lost my voice because I was screaming so much. And once we got that last interception – those Niner fans just ran towards the exit, like literally ran towards the exit, and that felt just as good as getting to the we beat those darn Niner fans, our rivals, to get there.
2: Jay, appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. You know, Jeff, some. I thought this was so interesting last week. Remember when we had DeMarco on, and he said that, you know, I, I was asking him about – I can't remember. you URI, but we were talking about how much impact is the fan sure. fan base going to have in the game From a player perspective, somebody that used to play the game, what if you were in a scenario like this? And he said that, well, now it's expected. When you go through that first round and you have no idea, like that Niners Rams game, week 18, really was like, what the hell is going on here? Oh my gosh, look at me. I I think there is something to. Well, now you know what to expect in this game. It's not as big of a deal because you've already gone through it before. And even if there were 50% Niners fans in this one, whatever the, the numbers were. And by the way, give Niners credit. They're going to come down. They're going to go, that's that's awesome. That's fine. You beat the Niners to get there. And mm-hmm. that don't tell me that doesn't mean something. Because I, I think if it was a different team, you were 0-6 against that squad. Forget the 0-6. You were 0-2 this year against them. Oh, the the last game that you lost in Week 18 did cost you potentially a trip for the number two seed and more. The Niners almost kind of they did favors to the Rams along the way to have that game yesterday, and and the fact that the the Rams end up winning that game I think is everything.
1: All right, let's try one more quick one here. This is the uh, the winner of our tickets with her fantastic rap. Let's go to Amy in Alhambra. Amy, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Amy? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Thank you for the tickets. I don't know how you could do a radio show after a game like that. I completely lost my voice. And then, you know what? It was just so. I wanted to visit you guys with family drama. I got there late, and then I was going to go to Hollywood Park, but that place was noisy. <laughs> then, oh, can I follow up to my rap? You, you tell Debo. We took his lib- libido. We sent it back <laughs> for him so he could enjoy it during Valentine's Day. <laughs> and, you tell, and you tell Joe Cool Burrow, he's a wish he went on a furlough in two weeks, man. We <laughs> won. I'm happy. I'm going to visit you where I go. The I didn't realize you guys were outside. I'm going to come see you guys and Taylor and, and Emily during the Super Bowl you got it Amy. Thank, thank, you, Amy. thank you so much thank for you. checking in she's got more bars that she's dropping look she might have taken Debo's libido I think she's, or just <laughs> she's, <telling laughs> she's just walking out of SoFi she's just leaving the, the stadium <laughs> she's going um Debo is a terrifying guy they they, they he is an Dude's a baller believably yeah. gifted football player and I was holding my breath every time they went to. He, he was terrific along the way. All right, more phone calls coming up, eight seven 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 ten espn Don't forget, you're going to want to be listening for the Rams' super sounder. And when you hear it, you want to be caller number seven. Eight seven 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 ten espn and you can qualify or you will qualify to win a pair of super tickets to the big game at SoFi Stadium. The Rams super ticket giveaway home of the NFC champion LA Rams ESPN 710. That's all coming up next is Travis Slee 710 ESPN. Home of the NFC Champs 710 ESPN. You know what's going to sound even better? Home of the Super Bowl champ, Los Angeles Rams, 710 ESPN. And let's see, let's finish the show, right? <laughs> that this as exciting as last night was, as as exhilarating as it was to beat San Francisco in front of a, a bunch of 49er fans, I see a bunch of sad 49er fans walking back to their cars. Let's finish it. I, I'm not ready for the Joe Burrow arrow to kick off quite like this quite now. Let, 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 let's end this thing in a couple of weeks. Well, I,
2: I think there's a couple things to be, you know, excited about if you're a Rams fan. Um, when you have a team that is – a lot of these guys, when I say they've been there before, I'm talking about the coaching staff. I'm talking about a few of these players, some of your key players. Um, it, this isn't their first rodeo. Aaron Donald, let me just use Aaron Donald as a, as a, as a great example here. Uh, you think this guy is thinking to himself, man? We made it to the Super Bowl again. Like not a d- 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 there are certain there are certain teams. If the Cincinnati Bengals lost two weeks, uh, two weeks from now in the in the Super Bowl, what an amazing season! What an unbelievable accomplishment! And I'm not telling you that they're gonna walk into that game thinking that. I'm just saying that. Think about. The expectations for the Bengals coming into the year. Expectations for the Bengals coming into the playoffs. Expectations for the Bengals coming into yesterday's game against the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Down 21-3. to three.
2: Down 21-3. to, to three. Three. But you're playing the Chiefs in KC. Nobody's expecting right. you to win. Nobody was expecting you to beat the Titans. At least I wasn't. And I, I say that because y- you can't get this far if you're the Los Angeles Rams where things have just broke your way. And this is usually how you end up winning a Super Bowl or a championship. When I say break your way, Trav, what I'm talking about is wild card, you face a reeling Arizona team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa, you go on the road, at least it's Tampa and it's not Lambeau. And then you don't have to go to Lambeau and you get to come back and you get to play the 49ers. I'm not saying they're not a, a tough team, but you know at least you're at SoFi and you're playing uh, in your home stadium. And then it's not Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs <laughs> waiting for you. It's not Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills waiting for you. And I'm not I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody expected them to be here. So when no. you say when you say you don't want to hear a promo that says the NFC champion, you want to hear the Super Bowl champion, it would be devastating if they don't finish the job. Devastating. Yeah,
1: no, I look, I, I could say, "Oh, it's been a, you're right. If they don't finish the job, it is a Just gut because punch. of the way it's all it kind of broke a gut for them. Punch. Absolutely. Can I be a dork for a second? Sure. How good does Sofi look on TV? I'm literally – I got, I got yep. Center on right now, and yep. they're showing a, a highlight rip from last night's game. And being in there, I, every time I walk – you've heard me say this. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, you got to be kidding me with this place. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is such an extraordinary facility. But watching it on TV – I haven't seen it on TV, right? I, I'm, I've i been at all the Rams. You're at games. Yeah, I, you're at the games. I, I yep. saw them last year, but there's no fans – every every time you look at a game in that place it looks like it's it's the biggest event in the world stupid it's ridiculous so clean and awesome Mm -hmm. along the way just terrific ESPN radio is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the Goodyear hotlines try another call let's go to the west side this time and Steve Steve you're on with Travis Lee what's up Steve yeah Steve bounce
2: good point Steve good point bro uh (laughs) What he said at the end there—that just was amazing.
1: Made me feel good. You—you you know what? You know what? Uh, th- I—I should have known that the Rams were going to win this game. The—the the weekend got off to a really good start. Okay. Right. So we finish our show on Friday. I got a couple of things I need to do after the show. I do them. Um, Susan's coming home. Uh, she's not working late. She's been working a ton. She hasn't been coming home till you know. Past yeah. You day sent me
2: a we're text not. like 2 a.m. on Saturday morning. <laughs> I don't know where you were, there were strobe lights everywhere. By whistles. I heard whistles in the background.
1: <laughs> I think I'd been asleep for nine hours by 2 a.m. But, but, <laughs> Babe, I'm
2: mailing it in. It's 6.30.
1: <laughs> so she comes home, and we go to our spot, That's right? Funny. The spot yep. with Henri, the spot with the great martinis. And sometimes when you're really looking forward to something, it doesn't quite live up to what it was. This was perfect. The food was great. The drinks were perfect. There was even live music going on. Emily's uh, favorite artist, Taylor Swift, was getting covered by some 65-year-old guys. A little weird, a little awkward in the moment. But... Had a bottle of wine. Just everything mm-hmm. about it was exactly perfect. Woke up the next day, felt great, ready to go. It's just, you know, you ever one of those weekends you just can tell it's going to get kicked off right by that first martini, that first bite of food. Everything was locked in. It was a great start.
2: Um, it's funny because what did I tell you? I, I think we were I was trying to give you a game plan on Friday, right? I'm like, all right, so what should I do? Uh-huh. Sunday right. the Laker game is going to end. We, pre-game How show was the up, Sushi. The- Well, here's the funny Pre-game show started at 8.30 in the morning, which is – I know you've had moments like that because Rams will have games that that kick off at 10 a.m., but a Laker pre-game show at 8.30 – just give an example. Lakers play Wednesday. Pre-game show starts at 6 p.m., okay? So just (laughs) look at the difference of a window. But There's a bit
1: of a swing there, yeah. I was mentioning
2: to you, I'm like, okay, so what should I do? What's the setup? I went with the exact setup we talked about, but I did change the structure of the food. Uh, did the bourbon, which, by the way, is your bourbon that you got me. Creek. Um, so doing a little Knob Creek, kicking back, watching the game. Uh, Indian restaurant not too far down the a uh, couple of miles oh, you away audibled. from. You audibled I audible your
1: sushi. Okay, that's a good audible. Only I'm reason
2: right. why I audibled is because I had done ramen the day before, and that was kind of close enough to the you know some teriyaki <laughs> yeah, chicken. You, you, and this you were and that. sushi there was, adjacent. There was it was in the world. <laughs> it was in the same world.
1: <laughs> Let's try another call here. Let's go to Oxnard this time, and Alberto, Alberto, you are on a Rams Super Monday with Travis and Slee. What's up, Alberto? Yeah, we went to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, we are.
0: And I want to apologize. I want to apologize to the coach and Matthew Stafford. I called, What did you do to those guys? We what did looking, you do, Alberto? We were, confess. Remember, I call. I call you guys, and I said I see Jared Goff again, and I see the
1: Terry calling. Oh well, guy, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, Alberto. Uh, You're not the only one who did that. You're not the only one who was riding that train a handful of times. So don't take it too personally. But when it happened last night, I was feeling pretty good about it because that's two in a row that without number nine, you're not playing. You're, you're at home after the Tampa game without him. It's over. You, you you do not win that game in Tampa with somebody other than Matthew Stafford at your quarterback in that spot. All
2: right, Trey, am I am I wrong on this? You know, I, I know it's natural for things to continue to go back to that's why you made that trade, that's why you made even if they lost in the playoffs, I mean, I, I, I still wouldn't have hesitated of why they made that trade. I know it's, it, it gets more and more justified as you get closer to winning a Super Bowl again getting in the Super Bowl. But it's funny. Like, I keep hearing that. I'm like, nah, I, I still at no point was thinking to myself that that wasn't the right move to make. To go give yourself an opportunity that you think Goff I, – I, I felt like Goff was brought up so much this year. And I almost felt like it was, it's unnecessary to keep bringing well, it up. Well,
1: I, 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 I don't because I lived through it. I, I watched that. I watched them be behind in the fourth quarter of games. I watched them be in a position where you knew you were capped out by what you were doing. It wasn't. Look, you're right, Al.
2: But doesn't do, that support the argument more of why we kept bringing them up?
1: No, I, I think what it is is you paid such a high price to do it that it wasn't. You, you needed to finish it right. They're, 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 I'll go back to your poker analogy. Sometimes it's a good bet, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always hit. Sometimes the other guy just gets lucky, and all of a sudden he wins the pot, and you made all the right moves, but you just spent all your money, and you're 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 cooked. Now you can't play anymore. That's what the Rams were doing. They made the right move, but it also paid off huge, and it could ultimately pay off with a Super Bowl championship in a couple of weeks. But it, it it wasn't just a matter of is it right or wrong. It's is it right or wrong at that price? And oh by the way, it has to hit because if it didn't hit, and and let's be honest. There were a couple of times during the regular season, and certainly going sure. into the playoffs, The yep. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is going to hit or not, and it has, and they got enough chance to win the whole thing, to rake the whole pot, to finish the, 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 yep. the, the poker analogy, and it was absolutely worth it because this team, as like you said a million times, they can beat you a hundred different ways now. They're they incredibly tough, both mentally and physically, but they had – look at the Niners. When you have a weak link at that spot yeah. – you're kind of limited in what well, you do. Well,
2: that's, that's actually that's the best example that you can give. Look at the Niners, right? Because Garoppolo is only able to do so much. I mean, uh, if Matt Stafford was playing for the San Francisco 49ers, the Niners are winning that game. So there is there is a – I agree. I, I know that that's – okay, well, maybe that's not the best analogy. It but, Stafford. It, <laughs> but it does show that – you got a quarterback on one side that can go win you a game. You got a quarterback on the other side is just not trying to lose you the game. That's the difference between the two squads.
1: All right, congratulations to Victor Villa. He qualified for a chance right, to Victor. win game, or tickets to the big game. SoFi Stadium coming up in a couple of weeks. Keep listening. When you hear your cue to call, you're going to want to be caller number seven, and you have a chance to qualify for those tickets as well. Just because it is a Rams Super Monday doesn't mean that we're not having a super sleigh. Traffic That's stops. Up I today. have a couple
2: ass sleeves for myself.
1: <laughs> scenarios Perfect. this weekend. Deal. You got it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You know who's very good at Ask Slee, Slee? Steve Mason. <laughs> Steve Mason is very good at Ask Slee here you go being I thought about Rams- that one
2: over the weekend again the 9 foot or 3 feet is still <laughs> mind boggling it's
1: still keeping you up at night I like yeah. that, that was, that was a good one I still think you got it wrong but it, it was definitely a good question here's Mason's Ask Slee uh, today being at the Rams win it was one of my most emotional games what was Slee's most emotional game hashtag Ask Slee that's a good question
2: and if it's if it's actually being there, this is an easy one. Um, I was at Game Seven, Lakers Celtics, twenty ten,
1: mm, and, and think
2: you know what? You know what? Actually, is a good example of this. Lakers were down double digits in that game, and and you started thinking. I'll never forget this. You know, a couple of this a uh, couple of folks we work with, Mark Cates, Aaron Warber at the time, were all sitting together, and it's like, is this how it's going to end? Are the Lakers going to lose? At Staples Center, against the Boston Celtics, two out of three years the Celtics are going to win championships. Lakers end up coming back. I think there was something about yesterday's game. Probably, I'm sure, for all Rams fans in the similar position, it's halftime. You're down. Going into the fourth quarter, you're down 17-7. to You kind of have those emotions, and then finally when the game is over and you actually win it, All that stress is gone. Let's just say that wasn't a baseball game yesterday in uh, July on a Saturday.
1: Well, that's it. I I think to take it to that next level that you're talking about, that Mace is talking about, and and you have to think it's not going to happen for real, right? Not one of those, oh, it's not going our way. You have to really, for at least a moment or two, think, Really? This this is how it's going to end? Mm-hmm. And then when it turns the way that it does, it means something. For, for me, I, this is a long time ago. I think part of it was just the fact that I was 12 years old at the time or maybe 15, whatever it was. 1988, when – and I'm not even talking about Kirk Gibson's home run. I'm talking about Mike Sosha taking Doc Gooden deep in New York City. This was when Doc Gooden was Doc Gooden. Nobody hit home runs off Doc Gooden. Mike Socia didn't hit home runs, and it felt like, okay, this is the end of the line. It's not going to happen. Sosha pops one, and I remember running around hmm. like an idiot, and it was just extraordinary. All right, let's go back to Twitter, at Travis Rogers, at Allen Slew, if you want to participate in Ashley And I don't know what you guys got into this weekend, but it was good for Ashley For instance – Everyday hero writes hashtag# asks Lee if you had to choose between breakfast or dinner for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Zero hesitation dinner really? I'll tell you why Because you can eat breakfast items at dinner. See what I'm saying?
1: No, 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 I think what they mean is you can have breakfast items, like you can have bacon and eggs and ah, pancakes and waffles. Ah, I thought it was stuff. like the
2: time of day that you no, no, wanted. No, 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 you
1: can have all of the breakfast foods forever yeah. or all of the dinner foods forever, but one of them goes off the table. Mm. That's why when you were so quick, I'm like, well, there's a lot of that for the very reason you just gave. Like, I, you know, who doesn't like a little bacon and eggs at 10 o'clock at night once in a while? That's not the end of the world.
2: Are you kidding me? I have cereal <laughs> religiously at night.
1: <laughs> right
2: um gosh dang it i think i'd go dinner it's more options there more you all, can do
1: you want to eat a chateau Briand at eight o'clock in the morning no i just won't <laughs> eat till noon sound- <laughs> i just
2: want not because it's the thing I, I typically don't eat in the morning anyways i just have coffee and then it's thanksgiving after that you know once i'm past noon it's like you know you're cramming in as many calories as possible it makes no sense at all uh so i'm gonna go dinner i'm gonna go dinner over the two
1: all right, let's go to uh, Shane. I got emotional Orosis. right there.
2: I almost cried because I gave up breakfast.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check it up. Shane, I'm gonna get to you in a second. I forgot about this. So Jeff, who okay. works at SoFi Stadium, he is a, the the manager of one of the areas of SoFi where he's in control of this part of the stage uh, the the stadium. He comes over to Emily and myself yesterday and says, "Hey, do you mind if I give you an askly?" I'm like, "Do I mind?" Absolutely, Jeff. I need your askly. It's like a so- drug deal. He's like slipping
2: you a note. <laughs>
1: Hey, put so it in his, your pocket. Don't read it till tomorrow. His question is, mm-hmm. uh, hashtag Ask Slee, if they were going to make the Travis and Sleewa show into a buddy cop movie, who plays us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know who plays us. I need, I'm going to need your help on that one. I mean, we're we doing like a, a a bad boys. I mean, we're not going to be – uh, it's not going to be Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. Why okay? not? It's not going to be anything like that. Oh, you know what it is? I got it. I got right. it. You ever seen the other guys?
1: Will Farrell and is it Mark Kevin Wahlberg. Mark, Mark no. Wahlberg. Okay. You ever seen that? That's not bad, bro. Yeah. Do it's I get to be Will Farrell because I'm taller? Hilarious. Than you. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you could be Will Ferrell, and I'll just be angry Mark Wahlberg the entire time. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Just upset the entire time. That's actually that's a good one. You know, another good one. Twenty two Jump Street.
1: Oh, that's a Channing Tatum and uh, Seth. No, the the little guy from. Uh, it's uh, Jonah name? Hill. Super bad, Jonah Hill. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah, Jonah Hill. That, well, you you you'd have to put on like eighty pounds to look like Jonah Hill. I'm on <laughs> my way. Give me a second. <laughs> Yeah, let me finish my Chateaubriand for dinner, and we'll we'll knock that out. All right, uh, Dumb and Dumber could back. be a good one, too. Not bad. Let's go yeah. back to Shane. When handling a dilemma, do you settle it with rock, paper, scissors, or do you flip a coin? And if so, heads or tails?
2: <laughs> oh, just, I mean, of course it's rock, paper, scissors, because there's more strategy involved. It's the better way. Yep. And you got to do best of three. None of this, you know, one time. And then also, the first time is always somebody's going on the four count, somebody's going on the three. (laughs) So there's like things you have to get settled here within the first 10, 15 seconds. Once all that is settled, it's a best of three matchup. You even sometimes even tell the person, I'm going rock. And then you actually go rock. You throw them out. Yeah. You throw them off the whole thing.
1: Well, you tell them what you're going to do the first yep. couple of times, and then maybe you say, look, I'm doing paper this time. I, you, yeah. I told you the first, and then you then you switch it up on them. Because okay. You, there's a little psychological warfare.
2: Well, here's the only on. problem. So when I do that with my girl, she ends up getting in my head, and then I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's like then I'm I'm the one that's hesitant to show what I'm going to give. So,
1: All right, let's go to another one. This is uh, Anj Sartor writes... I'm starting my new job assembling tractors and machinery on Monday. What mm-hmm. tips and advice can you give me to prepare for the new job, Slee?
2: Um, well, this is what I would do if I was starting my new job, and that was the occupation on – do what does he start? He's, Monday?
1: He's a, yeah, Today he's assembling tractors and machinery.
2: Yep. I would go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, and I would start <laughs> applying for a different job if that was mine. If that was actually <laughs> – an occupation for me. Can you imagine, Trav, you and I just out somewhere like that? Like, that's our job. And the foreman or whoever it is talking to you and I of what he needs us to do. And it's out in the open. We start <laughs> at 6 a.m. and it's, uh, you know, real work. 40, 40 degrees. Hard right, work. physical yes. work. Yeah. Um, excuse me, sir. Are you wearing flip flops? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I had no idea. I thought, I thought,
1: Why I thought not? that was yeah. safe. What do I do? What am my... I? is that not cool should i put socks you? on you guys should have told me that in a memo before i showed up on the first day all right let's go through a couple of these very quickly uh david san Clemente, do you look in the mirror and say still got it
2: <laughs> nope take all the i put towels over the mirrors <laughs> i don't I, I even look at myself <laughs> Yeah, I walk right by that mirror. Don't even look at myself. Don't make <laughs> eye contact with myself. Don't talk to myself. Just keep it moving. Just keep hey, it moving. Uh-
1: Hun, is there any way we can get lower wattage lights in the bathroom? Is there just a way that we can make it super dark and shadowy so I'd never see myself? By the way, you ever, you ever, ever do afraid? that?
2: You ever do that when you you know you shave or whatever the case is? I'm just thinking about this just because randomly, this is the only time I'm really looking in the mirror is when I'm shaving. You ever? Are you ever like off by a nice solid inch, inch and a half on your sideburns? <laughs>
1: you ever get one of those and you yep. realize it? Daily. Like when
2: you're driving to work,
1: I'm like, what Looks is? this? good. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> so- all right, so the question, have you ever had one of the – exactly what you're talking about? You just yeah. totally butcher yourself or you, you realize for whatever reason, like, I missed a whole, like, squ- yep. square inch of my face. Yep. That's have to pull over to CVS and get a disposable razor time, right? Yeah, it is. You can't walk around the rest of the day like that. You feel like an idiot.
2: No, no, no. It is because then you're only, like – you're only showing one side of your face.
1: <laughs> like, no, you can't. You can't do it. All can't right, Poet it. DB writes, who is Teenage Slee's TV slash Movie Crush? Um
2: T V slash movie. Uh movie every movie Robert De Niro was in. I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be the greatest movie ever created. I
1: don't think, I don't think that's the question. Movie Crush. Oh the, the the young lady who made you go, Oh wow, I'm very interested in her. I don't think Robert De Niro's your answer.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Uh okay I mean, then it could, that, maybe they're...
1: it is. I don't know. It could be.
2: Well, initially, because I when he said TV show I was thinking, oh yeah, it's going to be Will Smith, blah blah. Yeah, that changes everything. Uh, Pamela Anderson was the hottest girl that I'd ever seen. Um, she was definitely every time Baywatch was on, I was like, I don't even know what's going on here, but it seems like it's going to be a really good episode this week.
1: <laughs> well, it was was it the one episode where she runs in slow motion on the beach? Was yeah, because there was episode? somebody, <laughs> there was somebody
2: that was drowning, so right. she would have to run to the to the beach and where the tower was at. It took. Six minutes for her to get there because <laughs> it was all in slow answer. motion. I'll go uh, Pamela uh, Anderson.
1: I, Daisy Duke for me, Dukes of Hazard. Catherine Bach. That was uh, early 80s and was pretty good. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. One more here on the way out the door from our pal John in Huntington Beach a Fullerton. When you fall asleep with a drink by your side at home, do you finish it the next day or pour it out? <laughs> Hashtag ask sleep uh
2: I'm, I'm pouring it out i mean if it's water yes i'll take it down but if it's like a sparkling water that's now 48 hours old it should probably go if it's a beer that well, that's, was sitting I think there john's going like it's, beer
1: cocktail it, glass of wine
2: and it's a no I, i'm not finishing in the morning you finishing that glass uh you finishing that pinot noir at 7:30 <laughs> no. in the morning
1: well, first of all, the situations never come up in my house. <laughs> but say they're really, all gone by then. If, if it did, I would think that it probably goes down the sink. I, if you know it's who been else? Sitting out all night, I don't need it. I had more time to think about this. Heather Locklear, remember her? Great answer. Okay. Great answer. What about Heather Thomas from The Fall Guy? You know, there was the, there was a battle of the heathers for a few moments in the '80s. Heather Locklear on T.J. Hooker, Heather Thomas on The Fall Guy. There was How about Alyssa
2: Milano? Alyssa Milano, great, great answer one. too. Okay. Great
1: answer. Yeah. Trying so to you're, think now you're, you're in the spirit of it, Al. Now you're uh, understanding the question. Here's the
2: only problem with Halle Berry. She's still one of the most beautiful yeah. women in the world. So it's like whether that was back in the 90s or today, it's Doesn't still the same a thing. a wrong
1: answer. That's very good. That's a very good answer. Ashley is brought to you by Harrah's Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California. From Dining to Unwinding, a trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting SoCal.com. So, Bengals. Penelope Cruz. At the end of the line. Salma Canelo Hayek. Cruz. We'll just keep going yeah. on the list keep, here. Oh, yes. Salma Hayek! I was a little yes. older by the time she kind of crossed my radar, but that's a very good answer. I'm, yeah. I may like to change my answer along the <laughs> way. Um, is this the greatest postseason ever? That's next. Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Robert
4: Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.